0: One of the news stories at the start of this week was the search for that missing boater on Falls Lake. Well, the search is over. At around 9 p.m. on Monday night, crews pulled the body of a young man who they had been searching for since Sunday afternoon. It all happened when two boats collided on the water and the Wake County Sheriff's Office, believes thunderstorms that came through the area may have played a role in the crash. To talk about, uh, in light of that situation, boating safety, how to stay safe uh, when you're on the water, I bring on Nathan Green. He's an assistant training director and lieutenant with the North Carolina Wildlife. Nathan, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. These kind of incidents, it's uh, very unfortunate, but thankfully, I feel like not very common to have a boat collision uh, on the water. Am I wrong that it's not that common?
1: Um, it, it it's not necessarily that common, sir, but oftentimes it, it does happen. Um, uh, you know, Typically, it's, it's not uh, as severe as, as what we've seen uh, with this recent incident. Um, however, with uh, all these boats on the waterways, uh, you've got a lot of different boats going in different directions. So uh, there's, there's not necessarily those guidelines that you have uh, typically on the roadway.
0: Right. There's no lanes, no uh, you know passing lane, no uh, turns, no stoplights or anything like that. It's an open body of water. Absolutely, yes. So
1: um, on, the, on the water like that, you, you still have those navigational uh, rules of the road that we refer to. Um, and, and those rules of the road, if, if people are not familiar with them, they can certainly, uh, we encourage folks to take a boating safety class. Uh, we've got those listed on ncwildlife.org. Uh, towards the bottom section there, you can click on classes, and it will bring up different opportunities uh, that you can, you can take uh, take those courses, some of which are offered by our officers across the state, and those uh, typically are free. Uh, there's also other uh, avenues of taking those courses, such as um, online courses. Uh, those are provided by different companies throughout the nation. Uh, just be sure that if you do take one of those classes, that it does say that it is NASBLA approved, Uh, meaning the National Association of State Boat Law Administrators.
0: NASBLA. Uh, For for someone like me who, I didn't spend too much time on the water growing up. There were occasional times where someone who owned a boat invited me and my family to go on, usually like a pontoon just to hang out. Um, So for those of us who don't exactly know how the system works, is it like where you have to get a driver's license like you do for driving, pass certain tests before you can get behind the wheel of a boat?
1: Okay, so uh, there's, been some recent changes in uh, in the last few years here uh, pertaining to North Carolina in particular. Uh, one of which is that anyone born on or after January first, nineteen eighty eight, is required uh, by North Carolina law to complete a boater safety education course. And again, it has to be one of those NASBLA approved courses. Um, but that's in in order to operate a vessel with a, a motor with a horsepower uh, of greater than ten. Uh, excuse me, a motor of greater than ten horsepower. Um, So if it's less than that, um, then then they would not have to have that uh, uh, certification. But even even if you were born uh, before January 1 of 1988 and you're not familiar with boating, uh, man, it's absolutely a great idea to go ahead and enroll for those courses. Um, Even some of your more seasoned boaters, uh, if you're not necessarily going to take the boater education course, I would strongly encourage that. You go ahead and utilize different resources as far as get online, uh, research some of those safety tips, kind of just as a refresher prior to the boating season.
0: What are some of those key things you would learn in a safety class? Some
1: of the key things you would learn is um, are, are things like the, the rules of the road that, that we mentioned earlier. Um, kind of, you know, when you're approaching another vessel, uh, say, say you're meeting a vessel head on, uh, which one goes right, which one goes left, um, a lot of things. Uh, depend upon how that vessel is actually propelled, Uh, meaning is it a sailboat, maybe it's a kayaker. Um, You know, if if that's the case, they obviously don't have as much of an opportunity uh, to make maneuvers uh, to get out of your way. Other things that it goes over would be lighting uh, restrictions. Um, uh, That's a big one for us as far as boating safety uh, once you get um, into the nighttime hours there. Um, So most of these boats on the waters uh, if it's a, uh, uh, boat, uh, with a motor greater than, than 10 horsepower, um, it's got to have an all round white light on the back of it, as well as your red and green navigation lights in the front. So in those courses, it actually goes over why that's an all round white and why you've got the red and green in the front. Um, typically that all round white light is super important. Um, trying to prevent somebody, uh, from running into the, the back of your boat into the stern um, so going over all of that is, is extremely important. It also touches on uh, alcohol impairment, uh, operating while impaired, as well as other safety equipment like uh, wearing life jackets and who has to have those.
0: We're speaking with Nathan Green. He's an assistant training director with NC Wildlife. I was curious, how much of an issue is uh, driving impaired while boating?
1: So driving impaired while boating, uh, it, it certainly is a, uh, a serious uh, occurrence for us uh, for any boater on the water, um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, alcohol use is, is oftentimes a contributing factor in those recreational uh, boating deaths and in- incidents uh, throughout uh, our nation. Um, but you know, boaters should should keep in mind that it is unlawful in North Carolina uh, to operate a blood or a boat with a blood alcohol con- concentration of .08 or greater. Um, There's also another uh, statute in there that does not stipulate a blood alcohol content. It just uh, speaks on being appreciably impaired.
0: The uh, news story that we were looking at earlier this week that many of us uh, know about, whether we heard it or saw it, uh, the incident with the boats uh, crashing and one person was found dead at around 9 p.m. on Monday. Uh, The body was recovered. It looks like weather was a part of that, whether it was a thunderstorm that rolled through or even a squall. What do you recommend for people who are on a boat summertime and all of a sudden one of those summer storms just rolls through?
1: So uh, obviously summertime, we've got those storms that you just uh, just referred to. So number one, the, the best practice is go ahead and, and check that weather forecast prior to launching your vessel or your boat. Um, that way you've got an idea what, what you might run into and kind of what, what hours that, that may come in. And obviously, these storms pop up throughout the summer, so they may not be in the forecast. Um, So you've got to keep in mind to keep a watch on the horizon as far as uh, those coming in. Ahead of launching your boat, though, um, as the operator or owner, uh, that person should go ahead and make everyone on board uh, familiar with where the life jackets are. Um, Be sure that you've got the appropriate type, size, and condition for that intended wear. uh, And go ahead and assign... A life jacket uh, to each person. Reason being, if uh, if a storm comes up and say so you've got high winds and and maybe running a risk of, of that vessel being capsized or swamped, you don't want a child uh, or say a 15 year old grabbing a hold of a, a large adult uh, life jacket. Again, it needs to be the appropriate type and size and condition. Um, but also another important thing is is filing a float plan, and what I mean by that is. You know, whether it be uh, here locally, as simple as contacting a family member or friend, let them know where you're going, uh, what time they can expect you to return.
0: Well, Nathan, this has all been uh, very educational for me. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.